Hi, it's Christy from Retail Bliss and Encircled. Thanks for joining me on this week's audio blogcast. Um, This week's topic is three email automation sequences you need for your online store. So if you've never heard of email automation, then do not stress out. I will definitely explain to you what that is and why you need it in your online store. But let's start from the beginning. Email is a powerful tool. I talk about it a lot on my blog. We use it extensively at Encircled. It's a key part of our marketing mix. I'd say that channel alone drives about 40% of our revenue up until late. Um, I will say we've been doing Facebook ads lately and that's been driving an increasingly large portion of our revenue. But um, from the beginning, email has been a huge, huge channel revenue-wise for us and at Encircled My Fashion Line, we spent a lot of time on cultivating a good email experience, being super consistent with our newsletter, as well as growing our list by offering a value-added opt-in incentive that gives people a reason to join our list. And then we serve them content, which gives them a reason to stay. So email has been super important to my business, um, but it does take effort. So every week we prepare the email newsletter. Some weeks we have more than one. Um, but generally it's every single week we go out with one. Um, what I'm going to talk about today is automation, email automation. So I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you have an online store, maybe you have an Etsy shop or a Shopify store, but you have some sort of store, or maybe you're at the beginning stages of your brand. Um, whatever it is, email marketing is critical. And at some stage you're going to have to pick an email provider. Now what an email provider does is essentially holds all of your email addresses. So instead of having just like an Excel document or a Google sheet with everybody's email who's given you permission to email them, this technology has the ability to um, have people subscribe, unsubscribe, and for people who are in Canada, which is where I'm from, it has the ability to manage double opt-in Um, consent, express consent, which is really important from a spam law perspective, which I'm sure eventually will come to the States. So um, maybe it should be something you're on the lookout for too. But it's definitely a good way of managing your email database. And a lot of these email providers also have um, mail creation tools. So essentially, they allow you to create newsletters using templates. A lot of them are drag and drop or text editors, which makes it really turnkey to be able to create and send a newsletter. Now, the one that I use, there's a link in the blog about it, but I use MailChimp for both Retail Bliss as well as um, Encircled. Encircled, obviously our list is quite large now, so we are not on a, pay, a free plan anymore. I wish we were. <laughs> it's quite expensive. Um, our plan that we're on, I think it's at least a couple hundred dollars a month right now, maybe even more. Um, but that channel, as I mentioned before, drives a lot of revenue, so it's kind of worth it for us. It's definitely the cost of having somebody manage all this, um, and we use it a lot. So one of the things we do with it is email automation. And if you've ever had that dream of, you know, taking a day off, getting a pedicure with your BFF and having, you know, lattes or margaritas or whatever, and then just watching your phone blow up with sales um, while you're doing that, then email automation could be for you. Um, So essentially what email automation is, is an automated string of emails or single email that goes out based on a trigger. 
So what is a trigger? A trigger could be many, many things. So for example, a trigger might be somebody comes to your website, visits your website and abandons their cart. So they didn't complete the checkout process. They actually stopped the checkout and decided to do something else, whether it served to another website or maybe they forgot or whatever it is. Um, so that could be a trigger. Another example of a trigger is perhaps somebody has not made a purchase from your online store in a while. So maybe you have a customer who hasn't purchased in like six months, but before that they were purchasing really frequently. That could be a trigger for an automation sequence. Um, another fundamental trigger for an automation sequence could be just joining your list. So let's say somebody signs up for your list and with MailChimp, you have an automatic kind of like confirmation of opt-in and you can send like a follow-up email. But what if you want to do something a little bit more deeper? So that could be a trigger for sending maybe one or two or three emails or something like that. So there's all kinds of triggers. It could be somebody maybe potentially who hasn't even opened an email. Let's say there's like a group of people on your list who haven't opened emails in like three months. And I feel like retail plans, we definitely have that going on. I feel like we're in the spam box or something. Um, but yeah, so that could be a trigger for sending out a series of emails to get people to reconnect and open up your emails. So there's lots of options there. Today, we're going to cover three. And these are the three that I believe are the most fundamental and basic for every online store. They're really easy to set up. And they sound scarier and more time intensive than they are. But I promise you, if you spend some time setting these up, testing them, making sure that everything works and running them, they can kind of go on autopilot for a really long time and be like a good evergreen way to connect with customers. So the three automation sequences I'm going to cover today are abandoned cart, lapsed buyer slash customer, and a welcome series. So let's dig in. Starting off with the abandoned cart automation sequence. So what is this? So as I talked about, abandoning a cart on a website when somebody doesn't complete checkout is a trigger. So um, a platform like Shopify has abandoned cart notifications built in. So you can actually use their built-in software, but you have to choose, um, first of all, well, there's a couple of problems with it, in my opinion. You have to choose a time frame after which you want the email sent. So you can have them sent never, one hour later, six hours later, 10 hours, or 24 hours, which now they have more options, which is great, because I think when, I'm pretty sure when I first started with Shopify, it was like three hours, six hours, and like 12 hours. So the good thing about Shopify is they're always testing and iterating their platform, so that's good. Um, and you can even customize the abandoned checkout template to include your brand colors and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we used to do this actually through um, a free editor through Clavio. Um, Clavio is another email provider that's paid, but they also have a free template editor for Shopify automated templates. So you can send it out through that. But my biggest pet peeve with that is you're only sending out one email. So um, people are really, really busy. So if somebody abandons a cart and one hour later you say, hey, you forgot this in their cart you know, they may not read it or maybe they read it quick on their phone and then they're doing something else because they're still doing what they're doing when they like abandoned the cart and there you go, you lost the customer. So what is recommended is to send three emails. Um, so the automation sequence I recently set up for Encircled, um, let's say this was like a couple months ago and it took me, I'm not even kidding you, it took me 
maybe a couple hours to do this. And I'm not a graphic designer, as you guys know. Um, but I wrote out three emails. Um, and I actually broke it down into three separate sequences because of our store structure. We have a US dollar store and a Canadian dollar store. But if you just have one store, then don't freak out. You only need one. Um, but basically what I did is I used the MailChimp integration. There's an app with MailChimp and Shopify, and it knows when somebody abandons a cart and it basically pushes them into MailChimp and will activate this workflow. So instead of using the Shopify workflow, it uses the MailChimp abandoned cart series workflow. Um, so an hour after they abandon the cart, um, basically we send this, um, email and it basically is like a soft hello because like an hour after somebody abandons the car there could be like a multitude of reasons why they do that maybe they're having trouble checking out maybe um i don't know maybe the technology screwed them up or maybe they're not sure about a shipping cost whatever um so basically we just do it did an email there's tons of tools and these templates in mailchimp and it just shows you all the stuff you can drag and drop in there but basically i have like a header image and it says i'd love to help you build a more conscious and vers versatile closet these are just a click away from your closet and then i list the items that were in their cart which is an automated feature in mailchimp and then have a big button that says click here to complete your order trouble checking out last minute question we're here to help so and then it goes on a little ditty about that but really, it's just an email saying, hey, what's up? We're here to help. A day later, we send another email, which is a little bit more, I don't want to use the word like pushy, but it definitely creates a sense of urgency. And it's like legit because with Encircled, if you guys don't know, we're a small batch ethical fashion line. So we run really tight on inventory um we don't have a lot of quantity so it's my the feel of this email is don't miss out it looks like you left some items in your cart um and it talk, it's just a reminder um at that point you could also send out a coupon code or something like that but we we don't do that in the third email which is 48 hours later we give a free shipping coupon um for canadians so there's a kind of a as you can see there's like a higher value to the emails as they go out further and further so like one hour is like a soft hey what's up you forgot this second one is more like a don't miss out and the third one is like okay if you really want this here's an offer to make this let's close this deal and generally these emails get really high open rates like they're in the 70s which 70s and 80s which is like really as you guys know really high um, and the click rate's really high. So people are super engaged with the brand at this point. And that's why an email automation sequence supporting abandoned carts is a great idea. And it's a great idea to use this for um, abandoned carts because those are people who were like entering their information. Like they were ready to buy and something happened. So it's your job to support them and figure out what that was. Okay, so the second automation sequence I'm going to talk about is the lapse buyer um, slash lapse customer. And so what is that? I'm sure you're wondering, but a lapse buyer to me is somebody who has not purchased in a specific amount of time. Um, at Encircled, we use a time frame of 30 days and we also have one that's 10 days after that, and then seven days and then 10 days. So basically if somebody hasn't purchased in 30 days and then a subsequent 40 days, 47 days, 57 days, so up to 60 days, 
we there's a series of emails that they get but for example the first email after 30 days say they purchase after that they won't get the next email so it's not like people are going to be hounded with these things but this is another high open rate email i mean these are in the 50s and 60s um and there's always a lot of queue of people from our mailing list in this and they actually have a really good conversion rate particularly the last one which i'll talk about but basically it's just like kind of like a reminder of like what encircled is why we started what we're doing what we're doing um and then we have a couple emails that have a very specific offer on an item that we think is a great entry point to our collection and then we have a reminder email to talk about that offer and then our last one is more like a very juicy offer on our online store so it kind of again escalates in importance the further out they get from communicating or buying with us and again these are people who've bought before so these are people who have a higher propensity or probability of buying again from you so they're people who you want to talk to they're people who are more likely to buy from you again and also they're cheaper to talk to it is so much more affordable to reconnect and re-engage with customers who've bought from you before um versus people who um to acquire a new customer it's way more expensive and harder i think um the thing i will say is that um i know some people their feedback will be well i don't have whatever i don't have a product that you buy over and over again and that's cool um there's ways to do it differently, I think. Like if you don't have a repeat purchase, let's say you only sell one SKU and it's not a replenishable SKU. Although I would say that's not a very good business model would be my take unless I misunderstand it. But having one product is very limiting. Um, speaking from experience, I had one product for a very long time. Um, but basically you want to engage them to engage other people to engage with you. So if that is the case that you're only selling one product, you're never going to sell anything. Let's say you sell one jam made out of beer or something like that that's from the mountains of whatever and there's only one place you can get that and that's the only kind you have and blah 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 blah, then your goal with that sequence would be to re-engage that person to engage somebody to buy from you or buy them as a gift for somebody else so there's ways to go about it that are different um if you just have a product that's not like that if you have a product that needs replenishment then that series is like a must-have so if you're selling like toiletries or something like that or body care products you absolutely should have a reconnection it should almost be like a reminder sequence of your soap or whatever is probably running out and you should know when that would be um so let's dig into this is getting a little long sorry guys but i feel like it's super important so i'm going to keep going um my last recommended workflow automation sequence is a welcome series so what is a welcome series well this is what i talked about um at the beginning is like immediately after someone joins your list you can trigger a series of emails so at encircled we have a series of one two three four emails that we send out Um, and they kind of go out like fairly quickly after joining. So one is like immediately, one is four days, the other one's five days after that, and then two days after that. So it's kind of spread out, but it's not as spread out as you would see from like a reconnection series for lapsed buyers. But, and again, these have really high open rates, 50s, 60s, 70s. 
Um, so basically how this starts off, at least our strategy, and I'm not saying this is the right strategy, but we start off by reaffirming and reintroducing the welcome gift. So people receive a minimalist wardrobe workbook that we created. We put a lot of time, money, and energy into creating this. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Um, we kind of reiterate that we re-give the link if somebody missed it, um, and talk about that, um, The next one, we talk more about the brand or story, how we started, um, what we're doing now, um, and all that jazz. And it's more of like very personal. I actually wrote it, so I know. Um, And then the next one is the best of blogs. So we actually highlight stuff from our journal that we write that are really popular and we thought would be super value added for anybody joining us. And the last one is a gift. Like I believe it's a coupon code for a certain percentage off. Um, and again, this converts really, really well. I'm going to pull up the report because MailChimp is awesome. Um, yeah, this one email alone has like five figures of revenue um, in the past year. Is that right? In the past year? Yeah, I guess so. Because that was created a year and a half. So yeah, high five figures, but really good. I would say for something that's doing something on its own. Um, And I have to tell you a funny story. One day I was going through the automation sequences and I realized that um, some of these were turned off and I uh, lost my mind and they'd been turned off. So this is the thing with MailChimp that I'll mention. It's really easy to pause automation sequences accidentally. You go into it and you edit an email. And if you don't reactivate that email, it like pauses the whole sequence. So basically what had happened is I think my designer had gone in my content marketing manager and paused an email and was editing it and didn't resume it. And a couple of our automation sequences were off for months. And I couldn't even like think about how much money and revenue that cost us because it was a lot. So trust me, these are things you want to have, you want to protect, you want to refresh, they are important. Your list is like gold. The people who have opted in to hear from you and who want to open your emails and read them, that is like amazing. So you're not going to get that kind of um, like presence and eyeballs on social media this day without paying, quite honestly. It's very, very hard to get true engagement on social media. And at the end of the day, as we talked about a lot, you don't own that number of people who are following you on Instagram at any day, any time they could decide you have to pay for that or we don't like your content. We're going to take you off of here and it's gone. Email really is truly the one that you own. You own your list. Um, So think about that. But hopefully you found this educational. So again, just to summarize, these are the three automation sequences I recommend. The Abandoned Cart, the Lapse Buyer, and the Welcome Series. My favorite um, email provider, this is not sponsored by them, but they are my favorite, MailChimp. So check them out. They're a good beginner to, I would say, advanced intermediate now because they're up in the game. Um, platform for email for e-commerce so I'm a huge fan I think they're really easy to use which is one of the reasons I love Shopify so they kind of go together really well too and they can you can connect multiple stores to MailChimp which is a huge pro because I was looking at Klaviyo because it's a very good advanced like platform and I would have had to create two lists two accounts two stores and it was just way too complicated Um, So MailChimp keeps it simple and they're always also investing in their platform, which is awesome. So I hope you found this blogcast helpful. Three email automation sequences you need for your online store. If you found it useful and if you learned something, I bet you 
that another entrepreneur or e-commerce boss that you know would learn something too. So please, please share this link along on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, maybe email it to somebody or text it to them. Um, definitely, I do this blog primarily for fun because I really like to educate and share everything that I've learned along the way of building my own e-commerce brand. Um, because I know I was probably where you are at one point where I felt really lost in the whole process and and I just want to help people get to where they feel confident about their business and can build a business that they love and make money in the process and truly make an impactful brand as well. So thanks for listening, everybody, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.